Hello and welcome to Yes, You Are Brave. This is a podcast where we are going to set off on a journey together to find and build our brave, where we explore all the ways that you have been brave and all the ways that you can be brave again. Because even though we may have forgotten or we may have fallen out of practice, we're all brave. And I'm on a mission to prove it and help you believe that yes, you are brave. Hello, hello, and welcome to our third and final episode on forgiveness. Super excited you're here. We are talking about is forgiveness really as hard as we think it is? And what are the potentials for forgiveness on a global scale? So let's jump back in. Super exciting. Maybe it doesn't have to be quite as hard as we are are making it out to be. I'm realizing that there's a lot of things that like, maybe they're not as hard as I'm making them. <laughs> so like, yeah. maybe is that, could, what would you say to people that like, oh, I don't want to do this because this forgiveness thing is just going to be too hard. Like, yeah. and they don't want to yeah. put the work. Is it really as hard as we are making it out to be? Um, in my experience, and I, I can base it on having worked with, like I said, thousands of people. There are a few places where we get stuck. One is not really being in touch with what we're getting out of it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when I say to people, why are you holding on to it? What are you getting out of your resentment? They'll say nothing. At which point, if they're in my house, I pile them up, pile them up with like sofa cushions. So they're holding an embodiment of their resentment. Like, <laughs> and I say, is that enough? You know, like as many cushions as I can get on. So they're holding it. And I'm, and then I say, well, how, how is that helping? How is that serving you? What are you getting out of it? Because that's sometimes it's hard to admit that we're getting anything out of it. That can, mm-hmm. that can be one of the reasons why it's hard. But once you're willing to admit, actually, I get protection, I get self-righteousness, I get the moral high ground, I get, you know, you get it. Mm-hmm. The other place is not realizing it's costing you anything. And, and when I used to work on a retreat, I actually used to sometimes get the clients to carry the cushions with them for the rest of the evening if they weren't, didn't want to forgive. Mm-hmm. And one guy was sitting there holding onto the resentment of his mother watching the television thinking, what am I doing? Why don't I just let it go? <laughs> Which he then did. Uh, so we're not aware of the, the costs of holding the resentment. So that's two things. The other thing where it can go wrong is not confessing the full extent. And I get people to work out loud. You're talking out loud because to your psyche, you're hearing yourself say it. So I've got that off my chest and you're hearing yourself. I definitely said that even though it's in your imagination and the imagination is so powerful, like imagining something's happened, like you've completed something with someone feels like you've really said it you've really done it it's it is amazing the relief that you have is like you've had a really amazing conversation and you've cleared the field between you and that's very powerful and when when you do when you do that it's like you you don't realize maybe before you've done it but confessing the full extent means that you have then said everything all of it all the petty little boring things which is another reason why it's great to do it on Zoom with the microphones off, because you can you can be really petty and all the really annoying, stupid things that you're ashamed of saying out loud. But when people work one to one with me, they say them all out loud. I've heard everything. It's all good. We're very similar, all of us. And <laughs> you get you get it out. And then look, <sighs> there's something 
you, you can probably feel it even as we're talking about it the difference something's gone and so what's what's hard is usually there's those, those places that is is the realization the admitting it and then um sometimes the other place where people get stuck is it is good to hear some kind of apology you you we do want some kind of amends we want some kind of acknowledgement and we have this idea we even say this i want to get even so somebody's done really something bad you kind of want to balance it up mm -hmm. and in your imagination it's a very safe way of getting even so sometimes people have to like help the person to really understand the damage they've done and to the point where, and, and sometimes I use the idea of Scrooge, you know, in A Christmas Carol, in the story of Scrooge, he goes up really high with the ghosts of past, present and future. And he looks down on yeah. his life and he has this recognition. Oh, I had no idea the damage I was doing. And you, you kind of want to get that kind of effect as part of the process so that, and at that point, often things start to unravel because if you can get someone to the equivalent of like their soul or their higher self or whatever you want to call it and that willingness to be responsible compassionate you know to say yeah i did do those things and i'll, I'll take responsibility for them and i'm sorry for them even that often happens i never prompt it because i don't ever want to put words into people's mouths but that's often what happens spontaneously is the other person will say i'm sorry i didn't i didn't mean to do those things or i didn't mean for it to have that those consequences and that can be so moving for people that's often when they weep and feel like something has moved and something's resolved and then there's a like a completion part but it's it's so powerful um it's it's really is possible and i've even worked with people who've needed forgiveness for really heinous things including taking somebody else's life to then need forgiveness from the other person. So that's the other way around that the process works is to when you can't ask for forgiveness because the other person has died or there was a mistake that was made or to be able to feel like you've been able to be forgiven by them or and forgive yourself is incredibly powerful and really moving. Wow, that is <laughs> that is fantastic. That is amazing how many different facets there are to forgiveness and how much of a difference it can make in your life i think that that is it's so powerful yeah it is amazing and i love the idea like i love the idea of it as a practice and you know like you said you don't just oh yeah i did yoga once it's not like climbing mount everest you know <laughs> it's like it's yeah. like oh yeah, yeah. and you and you get good at it and and sometimes it's harder you know i've and, and i tell the story in my book where i forgave this woman who was local and like you know 15 minutes later well not really but you know a few days later i had to do forgiveness work on her again you know, i did and she's now one of my best friends mm -hmm. and that may never have happened if i hadn't been willing to rinse and repeat and that's the thing i mean one of the master teachers of forgiveness jesus in the bible someone says how many times should i forgive 70 times seven so it wasn't oh just the once or well only <laughs> under these circumstances and these things are unforgivable so don't bother with those 70 times seven i mean that is a practice every time yeah, yeah i love that i've i mean i've grown up hearing that that story and that that quote and i've never thought of that as like 
oh, it is actually a practice. That's a practice. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's not oh, just standing go. around waiting for the next like punch in the face. It's, oh, let's just practice this and yeah. keep practicing because. Yeah. Yeah. And, always... the, and, and just one other thing about why we don't is because we're afraid that it means that we're not going to then stand up to people. Or if we keep doing the 70 times seven, you know, like I'm just going to be a doormat and people are going to walk all all over me and I'm not going to be able to, you know, take a stand for what really matters. But actually it's the same thing as this again, you know, that is what we need to have a conversation about. And if we can't agree on this, then maybe we have to end our relationship. Yeah. Or, or, Or every time this happens, I'm going to walk away. Or every time you are rude to me in that way, I'm going to put the phone down and you can call me back when you're, you know, feeling kinder. Or I don't want to, I don't want you in my life anymore. I can't keep a relationship with you if you're going to be abusive. So you, but it's really clean. It's just one thing. And all the rest of the resentment you've let go of. You have a conversation with with that. And if there's no negotiation, that's your boundary. Not negotiable. Yes. So it's, 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 but it's been really powerful. It's like having, like, if you can do that with your heart open and vulnerable, you can go through like divorce courts. You don't have to hate each other. You can say, this is the end of our marriage. And I'm going to honor you and help you to create a life that you want. And I'm going to do it with my heart open. We don't have to tear each other apart. So, so that, so you don't need, and lots of people say, oh, you need anger to, you know, to do, to do anything. You don't, get the kids to school because of anger you know what i mean it's like you you know that's not your motivating factor what well, might be but no, for most people it's not your motivating factor you know yeah. and, and yes there is a righteous anger about this is acceptable that's not acceptable we want to be in a world where there's no murder there's no rape there's no child abuse there's no inequality yes we want those things but forgiving somebody doesn't change what's right or wrong What's right is right and what is wrong is wrong. And we have a moral compass inside of us that tells us this is good behavior. This is not good behavior. This, the resentment about it, that's an inside job. That's just me. Yeah. I don't have to carry that. This, this does not change what's right and what's wrong. That's the same. My heart's open. I'm going to be a, a beacon of love and compassion in the world, responsible in my authority, authentic, humanitarian, kind. I'm gonna look for the goodness in people and I'm gonna keep really clear boundaries. I'm not gonna take any, you know, nonsense off anyone. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, go ahead. I fail, I write them on my list and then I didn't forgive <laughs> No, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm a practitioner. Yeah, I, I love that idea of like, right and wrong don't change and, and, whether you forgive somebody or not, but also like, and you don't have to condone what they've done, they've done to forgive them. And I think that that's sometimes people, um, they get that mixed up, the idea that like, oh, if I forgive them, then I'm condoning what they did. Not necessarily. You're just freeing yourself from resentment. I love that. It's, it's all yeah. about you and your, your work. And then I love what you said too, about like, that's how you determine the boundaries. Like, we clear off all these things that are little and then this is this is the thing that we need to because I feel, feel like so many people it's like they pick the wrong hill to die on if that makes absolutely that is such a good point it really is funny a really good point because you then rather than just going to the person who and they're not going to hear anything mm-hmm. you you're going 
can we talk about that and and you've dealt with that that's not in the picture anymore and can you imagine how much easier it is to just hear one thing i mean we're so oversensitive to criticism nobody likes having those conversations but if someone's just got saying can we have a conversation about something it might be hard but i just want to ask you about something and it's just one thing rather than all the things you did wrong and you remember in 19 something or other when blah blah, blah. <laughs> it's just that so much more easy for us to hear and I love that that is because you're right we, if you bring somebody a list of things then you're just they the defensive wall goes up and they don't hear anything like yeah I'm the yeah. same way like yeah I will try really hard to hear one maybe two things but you go much further than that and I just yeah. shut yeah, down yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, which again, which is why you do your practice in the privacy mm -hmm. of your own space. And because it's all about you. And, and it's such a it is such a blessing for your relationships. That's what's wonderful is you're then available, your heart's open again. And it really does transform things quite again, back to the retreat that I used to work on. Quite often, I work with somebody and we do some forgiveness work. And then a few days later, they come up to me and go, you'll never guess what and I go, I might. <laughs> um, and they go, so and so just texted me and told me, you know, they love me or blah, blah, blah. And they've never done that before. And I'm like, oh, interesting. Because we've just done our forgiveness work on that person. So something moves. It's like in the, there's a sort of magic about it. Although you know, maybe it's not even magic. Maybe it's just, you know, the way things are. But if you're stuck and then one person moves, you do your forgiveness work, that somehow just frees other things up and the relationship. And even if it's just, you don't have the same baggage when you arrive in the relationship you know the next time you encounter the person it just feels different your heart is open you're more connecting you're more forgiving literally more forgiving that's awesome and then it allows maybe them space to to be a little bit more open a little bit more vulnerable if because you can usually tell if there is tension or resentment like you know, we don't, maybe we don't acknowledge it, but I think we can always tell. And I think if somebody, you know, you, if you let that go, then maybe it's a, an invitation to allow them to maybe let some things go as well. And that ripple effect of yeah. forgiving and what could we yeah. do? Yeah. Yeah. If you think about the connection between people, like when, when there's resentment, it's a bit like the nerve is dead. There's nothing flowing. So when you mm -hmm. when you clear up your resentment, it's like the energy can flow between your two hearts, which is, I think, how you build relationships. It's like all those lovely little golden threads between you of like happy memories or things that you've done, you know, shared things. You know, so the resentment is sort of like it sort of like cuts off the blood flow. And when you when you stop resenting, the, the flow happens again. And, and I, I have done it when I, I had a friend at university and I did some forgiveness work before I went to visit her and we had the nicest time. And she hadn't done anything. I'd just done some forgiveness work and we had a really good time. So that's awesome. <laughs> I I love it. I would love to keep talking for like three hours, but um we've done nearly an hour. <laughs> yes. It doesn't even feel like it's been that long. We'll probably have to end soon because I don't want to, you know, take up too much of your time. I really appreciate this. This has been so awesome. Um have all these little notes that I've taken and that I will probably take more when I go back and, and, and edit. <laughs> um, but you could say one thing about forgiveness to, to people, like just the biggest gem, I guess, that you, if you, that you could hand them one thing about forgiveness, what would it be? It would be 
that your forgiveness is an act of amnesty for the whole of humanity. If we want to create a world at peace, that's how we do it. One heart at a time, starting with yours. Oh, that is, and how, how many people look at forgiveness that way? If you look at it that way, then it's like, wait a minute. like, Yeah, we're 20 minutes away from global peace. You know, if everybody that, I mean, this is the amazing thing. The potential of it is if we did, you know, like a forgiveness lockdown, two weeks, Everybody has to do their forgiveness work. You know, we would come out into a completely different world and that is our potential. And so then the question remains, why don't we? And then that's kind of what we've covered in the rest of our conversation. We know why we don't, but we can, yeah. we could. We can. So let's start. <laughs> I love that. Yes, let's start. Let's start forgiving and being the little lights in wherever we are in our lives and geographically and let's start and let's start doing that and a forgiveness revolution <laughs> i love I mean, it literally the the subtitle the revolutionary yeah. guide and that's why yeah it's, it is potentially revolutionary yeah i love that revolu let's let's have a forgiveness revolution and change the world because We've tried all these other things and they clearly haven't worked. <laughs> clearly. It's not working. Let's try something else. I agree. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for being here and so much for your expertise. It has been so awesome. Um, I, like I said, I just love this. I think I, ha I have your book in my cart on Amazon. Um, so <laughs> okay. Press the button. We will press the button and, and get that quickly um, and, and read. I did start reading the, the chapters that I downloaded from your, your website, um, which are amazing. So we will have all of these, like I said earlier, we'll have all of the links so that you can follow Barbara and you can learn about these process of forgiveness because I think it is so very, very important. And, you know, sometimes maybe we can't move forward because we're just, holding too much resentment to be able to actually move gets heavy so yeah awesome well great. thank you thank you so much for being here i really such appreciate it thank you for being such a great host and i love how you would sum things up and reflect back beautiful thank you very much yeah awesome and with that we will say a final thank you so much barbara for all of your wisdom and your insight on forgiveness I would encourage you so much to take the time to listen to these, to develop a forgiveness practice in your own life. Um, I feel like it is something that we really can truly change the world with. And so please take advantage of this. It will improve your life so much. Also in the show notes, we will have I will have all of the links for Barbara. I will have her social media link to her book, which is phenomenal get it, use it. It's going to be amazing. And thank you so much. Remember, you are wonderful. You are amazing. And yes, you are brave enough to learn how to forgive and let things go. You have a fantastical day. Love you, believe in you, and I'm rooting for you. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review down below and share this with anyone that you feel like could use a little more brave in their life. And if you'd like to follow more of my journey to be brave, you can follow me on social media and the link down below. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to be brave.